This is a Tech Bytes podcast from the Packet Pushers. On today's show, sponsored by Fortinet, we're discussing an SD-WAN deployment with Smile Brands, a network of dental practices in the USA. Now, Smile Brands has an interesting story where they started with one SD-WAN solution, discovered how great it was, but then switched to an integrated security SD-WAN and SD-Brand solution from Fortinet. The first SD-WAN solution highlighted that SD-WAN was workable for them, but a better solution was something that did more than just SD-WAN. Joining us today is Brett Stetsko. He's a senior network engineer for Smile Brands to talk about his experience with the Fortinet Secure SD-WAN branch. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Brett. Let's get straight into things. Tell me how you got started on the path to SD-WAN. Hi, Greg, and I appreciate the opportunity. We started the path to SD-WAN essentially because we wanted to save money, wanted Mm -hmm. faster speeds for our offices. We traditionally had T1 MPLS circuits, and uh, obviously with... uh, this day and age, applications need much more bandwidth than mm. one and a half megs. So that's where SD-WAN kind of came into play, along with, you know, enhancing the security at the offices, potentially looking at direct internet access. Yeah, you would have been under a lot of pressure. This is a fairly traditional story. You've got the two T1s, they're expensive, and the bandwidth is limited. And you thought, well, if I could use internet and do SD-WAN, then I could probably 10x the bandwidth for half the money. That's correct. That's a pretty traditional story. Did your first attempt at SD-WAN work okay? It worked pretty good. It accomplished the speeds. Um, It accomplished the redundancy we wanted at the offices, whether that be LTE or a secondary circuit. Hmm. Um, It just didn't provide, our original solution uh, didn't provide any uh, additional security, um, any type of um, direct internet access because we couldn't at the time. Hmm. send them out directly without that security. So we were still backhauling, but it did increase the speeds. So really did, that did redundancy. So even though you could have given direct internet access, there's a security challenge there. Like were you offering it to the pa- like to patients or to guests to be able to go to the internet or was it just for staff? Just for staff. But you still needed to log it and inspect it. Like you can't just let them do everything really. That's correct. That made you sort of migrate away from the Silver Peak and start to look at Fortinet. What led you down the path to Fortinet? How did you get there from Silver Peak to Fortinet? Well, we were looking at solutions that would provide all the things that um, we were still short on security and uh, potentially looking at uh, also managing an easier way to manage, especially for our help desk, the uh, land side of things. Fortinet offered both. You got the next gen firewall security directly on the box. And we got the SD-WAN, and we also had SD-Branch, which is a huge added bonus as well. So that way there's a single pane of glass, not just to manage, but to monitor the offices. And hmm. that and the security, we were able to allow direct internet access. Point also allow guest access because we had the security that we needed and the ability to really segregate the, uh, the networks. So you've sort of gone from the replacing routers because you would have had a routed network. You would have had some sort of probably Cisco routers, I guess, connected to the T1s. That's and then and then there was a whole branch networking piece after that to connect all the computers to the routers. That's a fairly traditional That's model. correct. And then all of a sudden you realize, well, if we add security, there's a whole bunch of other things. What you're thinking, why am I not just doing all this in one box? Why do I have a router and a switch and a wireless and a, and a firewall? Why not just put yes. it all in one? Yeah, and making it more complicated to troubleshoot. You have more to manage financially because you have obviously support on multiple different vendors, multiple different contacts if there's an issue. So we wanted to try to uh, shore that all up in the one solution if it was available. And that's where Fortinet came in. So this SD branch stuff, 
If you've got everything in one box, you said before that it made it easier to administrate. Are you talking about a single console to manage all of it then? That's correct. That's That was one of the big, big selling, point, selling points. Uh, Fortnite obviously doesn't have an overpriced solution. They have a very cost-effective solution. And then uh, adding on top of that, the fact that you can manage the switch, wireless, the cellular backup, and the SD-WAN, next-gen firewall, all in one box, monitor it mm. all in one box, centralized logging. That was a huge advantage, um, mm. allowing not just the network staff, but even other staff read-only access to be able to see these things for troubleshooting. Not everybody's uh, effective on the CLI. I'm a network uh, engineer, uh, so uh, I love the CLI, but not everybody does. So staff that don't access the CLI, the GUI management with Fortinet and all of those solutions together through one pane of glass was, uh, was huge, honestly. That's important because you don't want to have to do everything. It's easier for you if you can delegate some of the configuration work or some of the administration Precisely. work to other people. Oh, congratulations on doing less work then, I suppose. <laughs> Still doing as much work, but now it's improvements, not just troubleshooting. Oh, right. as much, oh so. yes, of course. Of course. Of In course. IT, we're always doing something, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, most people tell me when they have a single management console is all of a sudden your security posture changes too because if you use the CLI everywhere, you tend to end up with this firewall's a little bit different to this firewall. Where if you've got centralized yes. control, you're probably a bit better off. That's correct. And the fact that Fortinet allows full CLI access, and a very good CLI uh, at that, yeah. Allows us to script changes we want to make, but since we we, we utilize Fortinet Manager um, mm. to send out the scripts, so we're still centralizing the management. Even if there's something we need to script, it's still a single pane of glass with our central management on Fortinet Manager. So that's pretty interesting. And that's got all your configuration backups and all the status stuff, and it's probably giving you some visibility as well. So all of a sudden, Absolutely. And now you're doing dentistry and you're managing remote dentist locations. It's not necessarily that you've got big offices it's really you've got a lot of them because you've got a couple of hundred yeah we got uh, over 400 just keeping all that all those juggling and, and working is actually a substantial overhead absolutely oh hmm. absolutely and the traditional route we had some makeshift solutions to send configurations out but centralizing with our uh, legacy solution was uh, much more complicated and logging and everything it was all different solutions different vendors it's it's hard to underestimate that. Like you know, sorry, yes. it's hard to overstate how how simply that is now. Because a lot of the dentist offices tend to be fairly small, don't they? Like ten, twenty people at most. That, that's correct. Yeah, they yeah. vary in sizes. We have the small dental offices uh, across the country, but there's a lot of them, and they all they do have unique needs. Most of them are standardized, so it mm. makes it for it makes it much easier, especially when it comes to security. When we were t discussing preparing for the show, you said too that you have a lot of changes. You have dental practices joining and leaving the business at any point in time. So you actually have a secondary challenge here where the network's not just a set and forget. It's actually constantly evolving. Not so much removing offices, but mm. we are definitely adding offices, whether there's a new build, um, whether it's a, another dental practice joining our existing network. Yeah, regardless, yes, it's it, it makes it easy too because when the – the configuration is standardized and centralized, especially for now we can, we have kind of like a one-stop solution. We have a, it's like mm. a branch in a box pretty much that we deploy out there. There's not a whole lot of variation with the offices. There is some, but yeah. uh, it's pretty much standardized across the board. Using the Forda manager and having the SD branch uh, GUI on the Forda gates, that makes it a lot easier. 
<laughs> and it's and it's only a couple of boxes of gear. Is it is it multiple boxes? Just one box for each side. So we have a FortiGate, Forti yeah. Switch, Forti AP, and Forti Extender. All unified in a single management console, so you don't actually kind of care that they're different boxes. Exactly. Let's talk. Move on to talking about what were the outcomes to the business. So obviously, moving from T1s to internet, did it get faster? <laughs> that's that's an understatement. It increased the speeds absolutely. Obviously, ISPs are different in different areas. Uh, speed availabilities are different, but at a minimum, um, it I'd say it probably increased each office at least tenfold. That's at the very minimum. That opened up the door for us to add other applications. We we simply could not support new applications, whether it be internal or SaaS. The majority of the applications. Uh, just were not supportable on the legacy solution. So that opened up the door for us to not just simplify the network side, but the application side as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that way the office staff could start using things that would help them out. Some people don't think of things, 1.5 megs is slow, but it actually is. When you share it between 10 or 20 people and they're all doing things at the same time, it's actually very limiting. As soon as you get to about 10 megs for those remote branches, things just take off, things change. Things work that didn't work. Print jobs that couldn't be printed suddenly print without causing people to pause for 10 minutes while the print job ran or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the simplest things in the world. And then um, I'm guessing too, because T1s sound expensive, budget reductions? Huge budget reductions. Uh, We were able to save a very significant amount on the circuits and on the equipment. Okay. So having... One vendor, obviously, everybody knows in the IT world, if you go with a vendor, they're obviously going to reduce the cost for, and that was an exception to that. Right. So having all the equipment through one vendor helps financially with the equipment. It also helped probably the most with the circuits. What sort of savings do you think? 50, 60, 80? Depends on the office, but on average, I'd say we're probably saving between 60 and 70% total. One of the questions that people ask me about is, D-Wan, is how do you track all the circuits? Like some people say, well, I don't want to be managing two internet connections per site. How, how are you handling that? There's a few vendors out there. I'm not going to name them, but the one we use, they actually uh, manage all the circuits for us as far as troubleshooting the circuits themselves, not our equipment, but the circuits and the billing. So that way we go through a single vendor that deploys, manages, hmm. pays everything. Because uh, you've got like board. 600 internet connections now that you've got to reconcile and keep track of. Uh, yeah, give or take. Honestly, I don't know <laughs> the number, but that's that's not far off if it is. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, whatever the number might be. Hundreds it's... of connections would be yeah. a headache internally. So we, we use a vendor that actually bills us and uh, we don't have to worry about every circuit. The operational side, we touched on that a minute ago. You've got to be having that one solution simplifies the whole day-to-day process yes um i'll I'll be honest it actually isn't any less difficult than it was with traditional legacy uh, mpls there's a lot of the big vendors out there they're they're not exactly responsive as many of us know so (laughs) really not losing anything if you're going with a single vendor multiple isps yeah you're not you're not really a customer of a of a telco you're more of a victim um that way to put it <laughs> Once you've bought something, you're just one of a one of a million customers, and you don't really matter. It's like saying, you know, Coca Cola cares about you as a person. No, they don't. Not not at all. And yeah, your your service response doesn't doesn't yeah. really change regardless of how many offices you have. So you're not losing anything at all. I, I could imagine your whole day to day life is a lot simpler. You've just got less 
futz work, like scut work, doing this isn't working and you've got to look at it and it's a cable or, you know, this switch isn't working. Is that, is that right? Yes. One of the biggest things is because of the single pane of glass, because of the monitoring that we have built into a single solution using Fortinet, we have more information when it gets to us. It'll start with our help desk and it'll get escalated to us. They already have more information available. So we're not starting from scratch when we mm. get most of the tickets. We actually already have a good amount of information and it's a lot quicker for us to get it. Yeah. So even if they don't have the information, let's say it's a new help desk person or they just can't figure out at all. It's still easier for us to obtain the information now because of both Ford Manager and we're using Ford Analyzer for the logging. We need to look at logs. We need to look at is the office up. I mean, there's DDNS that we're using at the SD-WAN offices. We have names associated with every circuit. It makes it a lot easier for us to access it. Traditional MPLS, if it's down, there's no way to get to the office. So now that we have LTE as a backup, we can still get to the office unless there's a power issue. 95% of the time, we can access the equipment if there's an issue. It's, you're just better off everywhere around with SD-WAN because Absolutely. it's internet, it's faster. It's it's faster not just from bandwidth. It's also less latent. What we're finding is a lot of the um, telco networks are just slower than the internet connections. Yeah, the it, there's networks... no difference in that really. Um, yeah. If anything, there's an improvement like you're saying. It hasn't mm. slowed down. So that's really – that was one of the concerns we had too and it hasn't really slowed down as far as uh, latency. So we haven't seen an increase in latency to the offices mm. uh, generally. And you've so, got the firewall as well, so you know where the security is, and so you're... The one thing about it is I can sleep a little easier. So <laughs> not as many offices, and, you know, traditionally, if there's an office outage with an MPLS solution, you're kind of blind, troubleshoot, work with the staff or get a tech on site, but you can't see anything. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, if you have backup circuits, which we do, you still have access to the equipment. The office is still running. Might not be working perfectly, but at least it's still doing something yes. while you're getting the problem. It's better to run less perfectly, but still run than not at all. Unfortunately, we're running out of time for today's Tech Bytes, and I've really enjoyed talking with Brett about his SD-WAN solution. And he's got an unusual story here, how he started on the SD-WAN journey and he ended up in the SD-WAN and security uh, if you want more information around the Fortinet product, go over to fortinet.com slash product slash SD-WAN. There's a whole bunch of information on there. They've got lots of detail about the SD-WAN products. It sounds like from talking to Brett today that having a look at the 40 manager, everything at Fortinet's got a 40-something in front of it. Everything's a 40 thing. But uh, you'll just have to get over that and keep moving through it until you find the 40 manager. Maybe take a quick look at that. Uh, as always, it's been fun, um, great to have you with us on the Tech Bytes. And you can find this and many more fine free technical podcasts along with our website at packetpushes.net. If you'd like more like this, contact us on Twitter at Packet Pushes. Find us on the LinkedIn and like us on the Apple Podcasts. And as always, remember that too much networking would never be enough. <laughs>